Hey y'all, it's Jen, your host of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast and CEO of Success Beyond the Lens, a business management and marketing company for photographers. On this podcast, I'm gonna be giving you the actual tips and advice I use every day to run my clients' businesses. I'm also gonna be interviewing some awesome professional photographers, marketing experts, Facebook ad gurus, and so many more to ensure you are running a well-rounded business. So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey, hey, friends. Thank you so much for joining on another episode of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. Of course, I'm Jen, your host, and today it's just good old me. It's just me and you hanging out, having a chat, and today we're talking about a very broad topic. This isn't just for photographers. And really, I'm speaking on it from a place of being a business owner, but I feel like this can really be relevant to anybody. And today, I'm talking about managing anxiety as a business owner. Now, there will be plenty of tips in here for the regular person who, whether you're a business owner, a career person, a stay-at-home mom... I think there's going to be a little bit of something for everybody here. And I wanted to chat about this particular topic because of just kind of where we're at in life in 2020 and all of the things. You have election anxiety, you have COVID anxiety, you have holiday anxiety. It feels like there is just so much going on. And I've seen plenty of business owners, my friends, my family really struggle with everything, right? Here's a caveat before we really dive into this. I am no expert (laughs) at all. I can only tell you what works for me. And that's what I'm going to be chatting about today as someone who has dealt with anxiety for her entire life and really only in the last probably four or five years really found practices that work in helping me manage my anxiety. So without further ado, let's dive in. First of all, There is absolutely zero shame in coming out and saying, hey, I have anxiety because I have said it a lot. And I was very apprehensive about saying I had anxiety because I didn't want someone else who has anxiety. I didn't want it to trigger them and be like, well, you don't have anxiety because, you know, you don't act like you have anxiety. I didn't want I didn't want it to be a. I'm saying it because I just assumed I have it. I wanted to know I have it. And as weird as that sounds, that's that's the truth. And and for years I didn't really think that I had it. I thought my thoughts, my processes, you know, that kind of stuff was totally normal. Cuz my mom was that way, my sisters that way, my cousins this way. And I didn't really have anyone in my life that didn't think the way I thought. And what I mean by that, (laughs) you guys may laugh at me, may take pity on me, but trust me, I want it to be 
the former. I want you guys to laugh at this. So my anxiety is very much like, and I'm pretty sure this is everybody's, is like doomsday anxiety. I remember there was a day when I couldn't get a hold of my mom. And we spoke on the phone every single day on our drives into work. So I have about a 40-minute drive into work. And I called her, I have no idea how many times. And in my head, I'm thinking, this is fine. She probably just left her phone. It's not that big of a deal. It'll be fine. She's fine. But then my head would also be telling me, no, she's in a ditch. You're going to continue to call. And the police are going to pick up. And they're going to tell you, like, what hospital she's at and how quickly you need to get there. And, like, she's probably not going to make it. And you don't know what you're going to do with the dogs because she has like four dogs and they're not good with other dogs. And I don't know what you're going to do with the house because, you know, you're going to have to redo the house in order to sell it. And I have no idea where I'm going to get the money to fix the house to, you know, put it on the market to sell. And I mean, just I mean, this is my head all of the time. And of course, my mom was fine. (laughs) uh, I don't know when she got in touch with me again, but she was like, hey, sorry, I forgot my phone. Hope you're okay. (laughs) And I'm just like, no, no, I wasn't. I was spiraling out of control. Thank you very much. That's just the way my brain works. It's the same thing when I can't get a hold of my husband. You know, with business, it's if a client reaches out and say, hey, do you have time for a call next week? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. That's no problem. When would you like to meet? In my head, I'm like, they're wanting to fire me. They're going to get rid of me. I didn't, you know, add a comma on that sentence last week. So they can't stand me now. And they just never want to work with me again or see my face. (laughs) It's awful. And trying to run a business with that type of mentality can be really, really exhausting. So even before I started my business, I ended up reaching out to a therapist to, first of all, get the official diagnosis that I had anxiety. Because again, I didn't want it to be an assumption that I made simply because of a certain way I thought. And it honestly wasn't on my radar until my old boss was like, that's not normal, Jen. That's how you think all of the time. And I said, yeah, that's, I mean, that's how I've thought my entire life. And she's like, I don't know how you function. And my husband has said some of the same things. He's like, I don't understand how you like live day to day with the thoughts that you live with day to day. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's just the way I've always thought. So it's not weird. It's not hard. It's, it's just this is what it is. So I went to a therapist and I went to a therapist for um, right around a year. And it was shortly after I had my son. So my anxiety was even higher. And I could really tell that it's not that it was out of control. I just knew that I needed somebody objective to talk to because I was picturing, you know, awful things happening to my son. I was constantly worried about him. I couldn't sleep, you know, all of these things. 
So I reached out to a therapist and I started seeing her and she's like, oh yeah, you have general anxiety disorder and you have social anxiety. And those are 100% things that, that we can work through. So I went to therapy for about a year and we worked through a lot. She taught me different coping mechanisms. You know, she just helped me talk things out and helped me reframe my thoughts. And that's really what I have brought into my day-to-day life now. The other thing that I did was, and this was really at the behest of my mom. She has high, high anxiety, and she also has chronic depression. And she was on medication for those, you know, raising us, and um, us being me and my sister. And she was on it for, I mean, my entire life until my dad passed and she lost her health insurance and couldn't afford her medication. And she had to figure out how to really feel all the spectrums of emotions for the first time in 20 years while also grieving my dad. And that's totally a story for a different time. But what really helped her through it was manifestation and law of attraction and working on finding your vibration and staying in those vibrations, uh, those high vibrations, so that, you know, you're constantly working and thinking about being positive, about a better life, about all of these, these things that you want for your life. And... She started there and it's quickly become, you know, this was, uh, we lost my dad almost seven years ago. So she really started getting into this about five and a half, six years ago. And, uh, and now it's just a daily part of her life. So uh, again, at the behest of her, I, I read, uh, the law of attraction or I listened to the law of attraction and, Really, it was just a matter of, it was another tool in my toolbox to help me reframe my thoughts. And that is where I kind of want to spend most of our time here today. I talk to businesswomen, multiple businesswomen, every single day of the week. And I can probably tell you that there isn't one of them that doesn't have to navigate anxiety in one aspect or another. So again, not an expert. I'm talking from a place of this is what's worked for me over the last five years. First, I like to write things down. And I start at very, very basic level. I have a gratitude journal, and when my anxiety is at its highest, that is how I start my day. I start my day with my gratitude journal and all of the things I'm grateful for. My first one is always I'm grateful for my husband, even if we've had a fight. (laughs) I'm grateful for my son, I'm grateful for my family, and I'm grateful for my business. And those are typically the top, you know, my my first four and, and then it goes down from there. I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for my car. 
I'm, you know, I'm grateful for my clients, all of these things. And, um, and then I talk about things that I'm grateful for that I don't have yet, but I'm working towards. I'm grateful for a new home. I'm grateful for a multiple six-figure business. I'm grateful for incredible clients that inspire me. I, you know, all of these different things. And when I first started this, I didn't have a business. I was working corporate. So a lot of the times I'd be like, I'm grateful for having my own business. I'm grateful for working from home. And six months later, that happened. It's starting small and just being grateful for what you currently have. Because starting from a place of gratitude is going to automatically begin to train your thoughts to see the positive in your situations. Okay, so then I had to actively reframe my thoughts. And I know I've already said this a bit. And what I mean by that is if I was having a high anxiety day, if my brain was saying, you suck at this, you're not good at this, you don't deserve to be here, these aren't your people, they don't even like you, I you know, don't see how you think you're smart enough to run a business. I don't see how you think that you're pretty enough to make it among all of these other multi-six-figure businesses that are prettier than you and more successful than you and had a longer corporate career than you. Like, you don't have a spot here. I had those thoughts all of the time, and I had to begin replacing them and telling myself, I do belong here. I can do this. I am doing this. I'm worthy of my business. I am worthy of being successful. I'm worthy of my place among other multiple six-figure business owners. You literally have to replace those thoughts with the thoughts you want to be thinking, the thoughts of who you are and who you're working to become. If you sit here and just allow yourself to berate yourself and beat yourself over the head with the baseball bat with all of these negative thoughts and feelings then it is no wonder why we get so bogged down as business owners because all we're thinking is how awful we are when you have to take a step back and look at the facts. You sold out your mini sessions already. You are booked for weddings all the way until, you know, the summer of 2021. You are new, but you're learning and you're eager to learn new techniques and ideas, and you're willing to accept education from people who have already been there. Those are incredible accomplishments, whether you're just starting out or you've been in business for 10 years. You have to look at the facts when you're talking about battling anxiety, and you have to tell yourself the facts or the person you're wanting to become. So when your brain says, well, you suck at this. I mean, clearly, this image is awful. Like, what are you even doing here? If it's not that great of an image, then you say, okay, it's not my best. I'll try something different. Or go to a different image in the gallery and say, look at this. This is perfect. My client is going to love this. 
you have to tell yourself positive things at every turn. Anytime that your brain says that you can't or you don't or you aren't measuring up, you have to immediately replace it with, I am measuring up. I do deserve to be here. I am successful. I will be a multiple six-figure business owner. All of those things that you're working towards. If you're having a particularly hard day, then it's not going to do you any good sitting at your desk berating yourself for not getting your work done because your anxiety is too high to do it. I've been there. It's not fun. It's not a good place to be. But sitting there and beating yourself up over it isn't doing you any good. It's not doing your clients any good. So take a step back. Go for a walk. Go get Starbucks. (laughs) Go pet your dog. Whatever you need to do in order to come back with reframed thoughts and ready to tackle those tasks. And here's the thing. If it's not the same day, then that needs to be okay. If there is absolutely something that you have to get done on your list, there's no way around it, then step away 10, 15 minutes, take a deep breath, ground yourself, go back, get that one thing done, And then step away for the rest of the day. Again, there's no shame in this. There is nobody else standing over you, berating you for not getting this done. Okay? Get it done and then step away for the rest of the day. If that's not possible, if you are at a job, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you can't leave your children, (laughs) which I totally get, Then one of my favorite grounding exercises is counting down from five using your five senses. And I'm going to mess this up. But basically, your first one is five things that you can hear. So, okay, I can hear the kids playing basketball outside. I can hear my bunny chewing on her hay. I can hear the dog walking across the tile in the living room. I can hear the buzzing in my headphones. And I can hear the fire crackling in my candle, okay? And then four things that you can see. So I can see my audio recorder recording this episode. I can see the condensation on my cup from McDonald's this morning. I can see the kids playing outside. I can see my favorite quotes on the wall. I can see the fire in my candle. And then three things that you can touch. So I can touch the wood on my desk. I can touch the fabric of my jeans that I'm wearing. I can touch the candle and feel its warmth. And then two things that... You can smell. I can smell my candle. I can smell my rabbit's hay. And then one, something that you can taste. And I can taste the Coke that I drank earlier. So when you go through each of those senses, you're slowly coming back down to a place of being grounded. You're taking a deep breath. 
everything's okay, you're slowing down. Now, this may be more difficult if you're in a chaotic environment. I know when my anxiety is at my highest is most of the time I have my son by myself and I'm trying to work, which is the case for most, maybe not most, but a lot of moms right now. So when my anxiety was high on those days, I would set him up with something that I knew he'd enjoy. And I'll be honest, a lot of the times it was a phone, a tablet, a movie, something. And I would step away. And I would vent to a friend, write, take a deep breath, cry, (laughs) take some more deep breaths. And then after I had taken several deep breaths and come back into a calmed center, I would re-enter, enter the room. I know these aren't radical ideas. I know that you have probably heard a lot of these before, but I wanted to share with you my perspective today. And as we head into the holiday season and wrapping up the busiest time of year as a photographer and a extremely busy time of year for families and moms as you are planning holiday parties and taking care of the kids and, you know, making sure everyone has presents and organizing secret Santas and all of the things. Just know that I am right here with you. I understand where you're coming from. I 100% believe that you've got this and you guys are going to achieve incredible things in the days ahead. And I hope when you're having a hard day, when your anxiety is getting the best of you, you can take some of these tips and turn your day around. All right, that is it for today, guys. I hope you have an awesome rest of the week and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week.